Welcome back, everybody, to another week of Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Another week. It's been... <laughs> oh, this week has been funny for me. Has funny it been for funny you? for you? Girl, it's only... We're like, oh my God, this week has been so stressful. It's fucking Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it has, though. I don't know why oh. about... Like the last, honestly, today, today, I've you can even see my hair. My little baby hairs are stressed. <laughs> Bro, I had to go put myself together because I was looking a wreck. <sighs> um, what do you, do you want to start first with what's going on with you? Yeah, I'll start with a positive though, because last, this last weekend, I just want to give a shout out to our listeners, our loyal listeners. You guys are the best. Uh, last weekend, I met like this girl. She like came into a pregame I was in and she was like, I was like, oh, what's up? I'm Bernice. What's your name? She goes, I've heard your podcast. And I was like, oh, like, that's so cool. And then like we went on the, with the night. Obviously, like I was hanging out with a lot of people. The guy I was seeing was there. And like at the end of the night, he <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so cool. This girl like told me she listen to the podcast and she's like you know what's funny she came up to me and she said so listen I know what's been going down because I listened to her podcast with blah 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 and so and so and I just have to say you better act right she's been through a lot <laughs> she's not wrong <laughs> she's not and thank you girl thank you snaps so the type of stand hype girl energy i i want i need everybody follow suit go support your friends your homies go threaten their men <laughs> do what you need to do so that was really cool um i was feeling the love uh but other than that yeah stressed stress bless and stress you know it's like you put a lot of things into fruition into the world and you start putting in work and suddenly you realize that you're starting to reach success. Now, mm-hmm. reaching success when you're trying to do a podcast, start a fashion business, and you have like an actual nine to five. Yeah, that's like really difficult to do mm-hmm. all at the same time. So really, I am um having a little bit of trouble coming with the concept of how do I grow these things I want to do with my life while well, have a job because obviously I needed to pay my bills while well, inflation's on an all time fucking high. So. So everything in New York is like the most expensive it's ever been. Does it make sense that like how much money I'm ma- I'm making in my lifestyle based on like how much work I'm putting in, you know? So that's kind of like what's been causing me stress. Yep. <laughs> Heard. I mean, it's really hard. I mean, I've been, I've literally been doing struggling with the same thing and you just kind of have to like, it. it's it's very, very hard to juggle everything. So I yes. get it. And you're going on a trip soon. You uh, I am. got a I'm lot going of to stuff. Mexico, and I'm hoping they they allow me back into the country because that's not a given either. So you know, yeah, I am feeling I'm feeling the heat per se. So, but you know, I I'm really just trying to take it day by day. I do have a stress rash, but I'm sure, I'm sure that'll clear up once I get a few things off my plate. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Sending you thoughts and prayers. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Good vibes only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling the same thing. So we'll start with the positive. I have two comedy shows coming up on the 11th and the 25th in Seattle. So if anyone is interested in that, the details are on my Instagram. So go check that out. Cons. I kind of had a mental breakdown today. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> About are, are you good? What's going on? <laughs> You know, I went through it. I've, I felt every emotion today. I had a mental breakdown today about the about my car accident because the insurance company, like I thought, is trying to fuck me and they have mm. basically fucked me over. And mm. you start and I just feel like the car accident has all of my anxieties about a lot of things like rolled into one. Because the mm-hmm. one reason, like, I really, you know, I work from home. Do I really need a car? Well, yes, I do need a car because I get out of comedy shows at midnight downtown. I'm not taking the fucking bus and Ubering is so expensive right now. So it's like, yes, I do need a car for safety reasons. Okay. But on the other hand, everyone on TikTok and in the world is telling me that the recession is coming. Do not buy a car right <laughs> now. And then I f- I'm seeing people getting laid off in the tech world. And so the pragmatic, practical version of me is like, this is a really bad time to buy a car. But then the other part of me is like, I need a car. So it's just been very stressful. And I, I had a full breakdown today because life is unfair. And the fact that it's unfair <laughs> pisses me off. You know, you can just be sitting at a stoplight and then someone can come fuck up your life. And now you have all these decisions that you don't want to make. I accepted that I had some negative emotions around it and then that's okay because I sometimes am overly positive and I keep on being like, it's just a car, at least I have my life, you know, but then <laughs> pushing away negative emotions and only doing positivity only takes you so far and yeah. feeling negative emotions is okay. It doesn't mean I have like regressed in my progress on my mental health. So that's where we're coming from. So I cried earlier today. I had some, but now I'm good. I'm in a good headspace. Thinking about my negative emotions, I found a solution that I think is going to be the path of least resistance that <laughs> balances my anxieties. You know, I I love that we have come to a point where we're rationally thinking about how to de-stress situations rather than uh, drinking about them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, actually, well, the least thing I want to do is drink because that I, I just leads to, to say, more stress. Bro, I don't even think that's an option anymore. I have too much shit going on. Like, I looked at my calendar. There's no room in there for me to be destructive. Like, I just don't have time for it. So maybe that's good. But... You know, you guys could help me out by coming to my comedy shows, by um, <laughs> liking my TikToks. Um, I don't fucking me know. $500, whatever you want to do. Rate do. and review the podcast. <laughs> Tell other people about it. You know, your support and you listening to this really helps me out. But if you are feeling like, damn, I hate that. I've had my car totaled and that really sucked. Go just send 10 friends a text message saying, hey, you guys should listen to this podcast. It's pretty good. <laughs> I I did have another person reach out this week about uh, they, them listening to the podcast. So shout out to the, all the people listening in LA. We love kiss, that. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So essentially she said that she didn't know that there were other places in the US that were super white. Hence uh, our episode regarding, I don't exactly know what the, what, which episode it was, but uh, we talk about going to baseball games and I haven't been to a baseball game in New York. I'm sure the vibe is completely different. Maybe Seattle just like scarred me for life coming out of the pandemic, going to a baseball game where there were only white people and I could count the number of brown people. I felt threatened. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was that episode. 
And she was like, you know, I never realized that that was going down because in L.A., like everyone who goes is brown and they sell micheladas. Now I need to go to L.A. and get micheladas and kick it with my homegirl because that seems like a way better time. Shout out to the is it the L.A. Dodgers. Dodgers fans. L.A. Dodgers. Woot, Let's woot, fucking woot. go. But you guys, um, I think we've done enough updates. I think you have enough information about my mental health so that we can get into this week's episode. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be really yeah. fun. I'm actually excited about this. We're doing relationship tropes. All right. Excited. Let's, Let's do it. Let's get into it. All right, you guys. So we're talking about relationship tropes and we're like kind of going to talk about things that come up in like media, whether that be romance novels or rom-com movies and talk about like, is it real in real life? And like our experiences experiencing these tropes IRL. (laughs) I love tropes. Right. We love a good rom-com, a good romance. I actually feel though like I have I want to sue somebody over them coming up with these relationship tropes because I think they have fundamentally fucked me over in the past. I do too. That's why I kind of wanted to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. So um, what's a... I think people know what relationship tropes are. Yeah. It's basically like a theme or... I guess, type of relationship that gets played over and over again. Like there's only so many stories you can write. So these are the themes and types of relationships that come up over and over again in the media. Okay, starting off, because I feel like this is a good way to get into it. It's the soulmates, the twin flames. I see this like all the time and I I don't know why TikTok things I'm into like tarot and crystals. Like I can tell you how many times I've like, why does TikTok want me to know that he's think this card means he's thinking about me? I don't even know who the fuck they're talking about. Like, why does TikTok think that's me? And now I keep getting this like this rotating bowl of like rice with crystals in it, and then some girl picks oh, out yeah. a crystal. What is that? I don't even know what that is. Order one eight seven six. You got three scoops. Oh. And- <laughs> Amethyst and a, a skull and a pyramid. Okay, so exciting. Next person, 1877. Two scoops for you. It's literally, yeah. What is I don't know. Okay, I do not understand why TikTok thinks I'm that girl. It kind of makes me self-conscious because I don't I don't even think I believe in soulmates and twin flames and all these things that like I I, I think I believe more in soulmates and connection and a spiritual connection with like multiple people that you're able to have like multiple soulmates they don't necessarily have to be romantic yeah i think that i don't like the i the idea of soulmates like there's one person for every one person like that seems impossible um and i think like (laughs) that comes up a lot in fantasy too where it's like they were destined to be together together. like like they're soulmates (laughs) like like bed you know edward and bella shit like whatever or the opposite which is like jake Jacob and the baby, whatever. <laughs> None of my business. Only Twilight references here. 
It's our favorite romance novel. I mean, I think this is, but I, I just mean like the idea that there's one person for one person and that's your only person and you just have to wait until you find them. No, there can be multiple people for multiple people. Unfortunately, like that's just how it works. I think that's why a lot of people during breakups, they might have like a really intense emotional reaction because they're like, oh my God, but this was my one person versus this was my person for then and now I can go find a new person. I will say that it's difficult sometimes to find somebody that's like so that relates so much to you. Like so, so there's people I've met over other people that I'm like, damn, this person really does this, this, this and this. Like it sometimes having that ma- amount of compatibility, amount of compatibility, it's hard to find. However, I oh, will yeah. say that in certain situations where I've met people where I, I even told, I've told you this, where I was like, I think even though, even if we didn't end up in the same like sorority and we didn't meet in college, I feel like we would have met. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like you call it destiny, call it whatever you want, but like the chances of us meeting based on like our interests and like who we naturally became friends with on our own were really similar. So I yeah. was like one day or another day we were going to meet right now. Uh, I have a friend who actually went to our university and I never met her there. She grew up in the same state, never met her there. We had a bunch of friends in common and our lives are basically like almost the same, like same age, like background, everything like super, super, super similar to the point like when I met and we were like comparing stories, like we both even got arrested the same year in the same goddamn town. The same shit went down for both of us. I was like, wow, you also had a mental breakdown in jail in the same year cool Mm. so you know regardless of one thing and another i was meant to meet this girl so i do believe in like some instances like that but it doesn't happen with a lot of people i think it's only happened like with three people in my life that i could confidently say like i knew i would have met them at some point yeah i love that because it just it makes it like feel like you'll just it's okay the world will work out the way it is and it brings people close together for a reason you know i do like the believing in the magic that the right people will come to you eventually. I guess along with this one goes like meet cutes. You guys know I love a good meet cute. So a meet cute is basically in a romance where it's when they meet and it's like a cute story. Like in when Harry met Sally, they met through a best friend, a best girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Or me, me and Ella's meet cute was at a sorority bid day mm-hmm. you know maybe you and your man's meet you might have been at a bar it's hard i feel like it's hard to meet people at like real events now though like oh for yeah. people that are like oh we met at this bar on this night out and we instantly hit it off and we didn't sleep together he got my number he took me on dates everything was magical like that just doesn't go down anymore i think that like i've noticed a lot of people are like hesitant to say that they met on Tinder or on a dating app. Mm. And I think it's because it's like, it's not really a good meet cute. Like it's not like, oh, we met on Tinder. It's like, oh, okay. And to that, I'm like either own it or make up a story or make the meet cute more about like when you met in person and your first date. Cause if you really like would like to tell a story about how you met, do it when you met in IRL. Yeah. I personally do not care. Like, whatever we met on tinder who the fuck cares Everyone if anything meets on tinder. i think that's even a better story because there's so many fuck 
like fucks on Tinder that if you actually meet somebody on Tinder, you're like, wow, you're one of those. Like you're one in what I don't know what the percentage is, okay? But I feel like if you met on Tinder and things actually work out, you're like an enigma. Right. <laughs> right? Uh right now. <laughs> the person I'm seeing at yet another pregame met one of their friends and she was like, When did you- oh, how did you guys meet? And I was like, Oh, we have not discussed this. We have not discussed a lot of things, but this is one of them. So I was like, how did we mean, huh? And I was like, well, and, he, and she's like, an, like, oh, which app? And I was like, well, and then I was like, yo, you know, I call, I was like, As, you know, ask him. Like, I was like, yo, what's our origin story? Like, <laughs> as I was talking to her, I was like, where did we meet? <laughs> The truth is, he's led into my DMs. He found my Instagram from Tinder, and mm. he's led into my DMs. And eventually, I, I was like down to meet up with him, and we met up at a rave. So his response was, "We met at Blaine Grave," and I was like, "Oh yeah, we met at Blaine Grave," which is true. That yeah. is when we met in person. See, that's what I mean. That's when you meet somebody. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Also, I feel like sometimes, at least in my experience, like we like the meet cute. So if there's a guy that we met in a cute way, we might keep him around for long than he needs to be around you know because it's like oh like you like the idea of your love story because it's like we met it was love at first sight and then da 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 and you hold on to the meet cute because you like you're doing it for the plot and who doesn't love a good love story that is very true also i feel like this one can set you up because i don't like to go into anything with any expectations like to any event to a night out like i do not like going to think like i'm gonna meet somebody today that's not necessary because i feel like you're expected to fail like Mm -hmm. whatever it is it's not gonna live up to your expectation but it also like it gives you kind of like an inkling that you're going to find something rather than like just have fun so for me i feel like wanting a meet cute is toxic also i feel like more people should slide into other people's dms fuck it i agree fuck it. you never know if they're gonna think you're cute i used to i i think i rem- i remember certain times where i wanted to slide into somebody's dms but then you look at like who they dated in the past and i'm like oh white girl white girl white girl tall mm-hmm. I'm like, ah! you know like i was like my chances here are slim to none but you never know they might be waiting for a short latina to slide into their dms you never know honestly this advice is for women though men don't slide into dms well actually i guess you can i just can don't expect anything from it but you know maybe it will work out for you and if you slide into the dms be funny i don't know be witty interesting (laughs) give me something i can work with that's probably good advice for apps too give me something i can work with because if not then you just get lost in the mix you know what i mean i agree i agree all right, moving on. Enemies to lovers. <laughs> yes, a good enemies <laughs> to lovers. And your enemy become your lover. My favorite, all obviously my favorite is Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. That's an enemy and lover story from the 1800s. Can you believe that? These are tropes that are <laughs> very, they go long. I feel like, have you ever had like a sexual tension with an enemy and you're like, yeah. honestly, this is just toxic. Like, I really yeah. shouldn't get involved with you. Like, we actually don't like each other, but there's something about the tension between not liking each other that is attractive. I just feel like hate to love is like the same. <laughs> hate and love are equal. <laughs> They are one, okay? Because there's so many people I found annoying that have like just extremely grown on me. 
I feel that. Like I thought you were obnoxious. You were disgusting. And I don't know why. So suddenly I am feeling things in my down there. Mm. <laughs> Getting the fanny flutters. What's going on? What went down? What happened? What changed? Nothing. Nothing changed. I, I genuinely feel like if anybody can like invoke a certain amount of feeling from yeah, you. Yeah, strong emotion. A strong emotion. Like it's one and the same. You may be annoyed because they might come off really stupid at first. but They also might not mind you attention. Maybe maybe I was upset that they weren't obsessed with me from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> As that. they should have been. <laughs> 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 but um not every single person you hate you're compatible with so oh, maybe no. don't go out looking no. maybe you shouldn't be looking to date people you're like don't make a list of your enemies and say which one of these i no. can should date this is a, if their values align and you find them annoying that's different okay We're, don't go right. out there looking for some rep- white right-wing republican yeah. and expect that that's gonna be your soulmate if you are not another right-wing republican like please don't do that we don't change people okay <laughs> not that much <laughs> not that much they won't change that much one day you're gonna wake up and be like oh my god this is so funny i was just talking about this with somebody and i said you know what because they said if i had like a fuck girl era or like if i dated fuck boys and i'm like yeah and the thing is the entire time i knew like they were low-key a piece of shit and then like everything went down and I'm like, you know, I knew it all along. <laughs> I don't know why I was like trying to make it work, like trying to two plus two was never going to equal seven, you know, like. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's deeply like you really think you're going to be the one to change them. And then when you don't, you kind of are like, well. I did see silly. this coming. Like, you know, <laughs> you're like, ah, if I really think about it hard enough, there's no way this would have worked out. But I was just but a little bit of hope. Optimist. Hopeless romantic mm-hmm. call me. <laughs> oh. The next one I think is kind of funny is uh, the best friend family member trope. I will admit that one time I was like, yo, Ella, like, your cousin's kind of cute. Would you care? And she was like, Because ah. <laughs> I honestly, that one, I'm just like, ugh, it's just so unnecessary with how many people are in the world because it usually goes south. And, like, I've had it go south multiple times now where I'm just, like, at this point, I'm like, all right, well, just leave me out of it. But then I always end up getting involved because you can't get in. You cannot not get involved when you're, like, you're the Venn diagram. Both of these people are your people, you know? Yeah. I think uh, I don't think I've ever gone for somebody's sibling. Have I? No, I haven't done that just because, honestly, it's just too messy. Like, I feel like it works out in real life when people are, like, adults, adults and are mature enough to have relationships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Two, not when they're, like, fucking around yeah. and not really trying to... Like, one person's trying to get serious, one person isn't, and then it just gets messy. And then you're stuck in the middle because one person is frustrated that the other person doesn't want to get serious. And you're like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You've known he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, you can't really. And then the thing is, is inevitably they want you to take sides. Right. Yeah. And it's like they want you to like talk to them about it, like be supportive because of your friend. Yeah. And so then it just puts everyone in the very awkward position of, okay, well, whose side am I on? Well, if we're being real, I might be on the side of a friend. But that's my family member that I have to go fucking have Christmas with every year, you know? So I can't really be against them on anything. But I can also not be 
it, it just puts someone in such an awkward, weird position. And I also feel like this extends to like, you know, like in Set. friends, like in yeah, friend groups. friends with friends. Yeah. It puts yourself in a super awkward position and like, obviously, you know, people are grown ass adults and shit, but then someone always gets burned in relationships, whether it's intentional or not. There are very few people who are cordial with their ex and it's like, okay, well, let's have Friendsgiving. And it's like, I don't want to fucking see my ex at Friendsgiving. Like, I just want to hang out with my friends. Yeah, I will say that I am guilty of uh, being a, again, hopeless romantic and trying to set up my friends with my friends. I don't know why my toxic trait is like, oh, my God, and my friends date my other friends and we'll all be friends in love. <laughs> that has never worked out. There's <laughs> no instance where that has actually gone down smoothly. I was, I used to be in a situation where my best friend dated my boyfriend's best friend. And then another friend also did that. So we were this trio of friends who dated also best friends. And I will say that that obviously didn't work out. I didn't <laughs> up together. But like everyone was frustrated because everybody would be upset with like things that were going on where their men and I was communicating their frustrations to my man about their friend and they messy. It's messy, super messy. 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 I don't know why I'm still trying to do it. Like, I need to be stopped. <laughs> I don't know. I've always had, like, I just, I like to compartmentalize my life. It just makes it easier for me. So when things like this happen, it fucks with my brainwaves because I just, I don't like being <laughs> fake, okay? That's my number one thing is that, like, I don't like being fake. And I remember when this happened a lot in college where, you know, my homeboys would date these nice girls and be pieces oh, of yeah. shit. And then it's like, who? where does your loyalty lie because I'm not gonna lie to her for you I'm certainly not gonna do that but then again where do you draw the line where like I shouldn't even be involved in this shit yeah I will say that out of all of those situations we're only friends with the girls now <laughs> all of those situations did in fact end badly and we are no longer in association with those men <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not in association with a lot of people anymore. But yeah, no, like exactly. It's like it just puts you in an awkward fucking position. So now that I'm like, I'll say another one of these things that's kind of related to this. Bro, dating within like a small community in general is always so fucking tricky. And I've seen it like with multiple groups, doesn't matter what type of fucking group it is. And I remember when I first got into like comedy or whatever, I was seeing a comedian before I was a comedian, right? Okay, yeah. And then he ended things. He basically was like, hey, so this is now both our places. And if this goes south, which it probably will because it never goes right, then one of us can't come here anymore. <laughs> or one of us feels awkward coming here. And I don't want that to be me. And I don't really want that to be you. So we probably should just be friends so that neither of us feel uncomfortable being here since this is both our place. That's very mature. Yeah, it was very mature. Um, maybe because he was like 60. But um, what? <laughs> Wait. There's more to this story. What's going on? No, I mean, anyone over 30 is like the same thing. I see a 30-year-old and a 35-year-old and 60-year-old is like the same. It's like fucking old. We love old people, but it feels like dinosaur. Anyways, those are some fun tropes. Let's move on to the next one. We already talked about the friends to lovers. That was like another trope. It's like becoming friends to lovers. I love that one. I haven't seen it happen a lot. I haven't seen a lot of people go from like really good friends to ending up together. There have been some big and littles that have ended up together, which that one always seems a little weird to me. Why would you little somebody you're attracted to? 
It seems weird. I think it's because men are always attracted to like. If- no, but I've seen it the other way. It's usually like oh. women, like older girls, littling men and then dating their men littles. And we're talking about sorority and fraternity big littles. My boyfriend had no idea what the fuck I was talking about <laughs> What I was talking about this. Because so I'd say my big and then he and he's like, did he transition? What's going on? I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's, I've, I had a boy big that was in a fraternity and he was... <laughs> He was so confused, but uh, so I just wanted the listeners to give a little bit of context. But like, yeah, that did happen, huh? Yeah. So that's been interesting. But friends to lovers, I would love for this to happen if you can build a really strong friendship with somebody. But usually when I build a strong friendship with a man, I don't want him to touch me. <laughs> I agree. But I was just about to say, I don't think it's the same for men to women. I think that, that no. it's not. No, it's not. I, I've definitely had people who are like, but you're my best friend. No, you want to sleep with me. This is different. Yeah, <laughs> this is different. <laughs> oh, all right, you guys. How do we feel about love triangles? Ew. I- tomato, tomato, tomato. Pendeja, pendeja, pendeja. Like, these are the most stupid tropes. Mm-hmm. Because if it was real life, like, it'd just be unhinged and, like, unfair and, like, not cool. <laughs> Everyone ends up hurt. Everybody ends up hurt. One guy gets hurt. He ends up being shitty to everybody else. The girl gets sad. She ends up being shitty to herself. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I hate a love triangle. I remember I was involuntarily in a love triangle, right? And I ended things. The girl came up to me and she's like, oh. You're so beautiful. Like, how am I supposed to compete with you? And I was like, you're not. I, I'm not in this race. This is not a love triangle. He's obsessed with me, but it's not reciprocated anymore. So that's between you, him, and God. That's the triangle now you have to be worried about. Because I'm not fucking interested. I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm literally, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, a love triangle is really is really a method of self-harm, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I just... Do you want to be in pain? Like, do you like that feeling? Or why would you be pining over somebody that likes somebody else? Like, that's so, I feel like that's so emo girl aesthetic. Not that I haven't been put in that position because I had, I grew out of it, thank God. But there's so much music that follows that. Yeah. Like, you know, um, Olivia O'Brien, like, I hate you, I love you. Like, how you're always gonna love this other bitch. Girl! Or even Get your shit together. Like Avril Lavigne. I don't like yeah. your girlfriend. I actually love that song though. Think you need a new one. Oh, I could be no. a girlfriend. Yeah, I loved that song growing up. But like, that's very toxic messaging. Like, oh, this man has a boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, slide in there. You know, wedge your way in that triangle. Why? You could just find somebody that's unattached to another human being. Because someone Available. always ends up getting hurt drama free i've had yeah i had somebody recently be like into somebody who's about to get married and i'm like this seems like a really poor choice in many ways but specifically the ones that they just committed to somebody to get married that means that you are nowhere in their range of existence girl like that is you know not to be mm -hmm. a bitch but like if you're out here pining over somebody that just proposed to somebody else, they just yesterday decided that they wanted to spend the rest of their life with somebody. Like that's rough. That that's a rough. You're one. not. You're. There's not even an inkling of a feeling that he likes you. <laughs> I mean, it's almost he declared to the world that he is not that he interested. Doesn't, in fact, yeah. Interested. <laughs> 
<laughs> tough pill to swallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might be cute. You might be the hottest bitch in the world. He might even want to fuck you. But he it does not want to be with you. No. Or he would have given you the ring, right? Exactly. Sorry. Sorry, Han. Oops. <laughs> okay. Starcrossed lovers. <laughs> okay. So I feel like the Starcrossed lovers, what this trope is, is that you guys are made for each other. You're in love, but all this thing, everything gets in the way of this, of this love. And I feel like a lot of people put themselves in this like trope, like, oh, well, like there's just so much things in getting in our way of our love. And I just want to say someone's inability to put in effort or commit does not make you star crust lovers, okay? <laughs> like this is not the notebook where you were sending letters every day and the mom was hoarding it. We have cell phones. We have no. planes. We have automobiles. If they wanted to, they would. <laughs> yeah. this is. Sometimes when people say that, I'm like, why? Do, do your families have feuds that they would murder each other over? Because if not, you're not Starcross lovers, babes. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, there's, I'm like, what's in your She's way? She's not that into you. Yeah, literally. Like, people. <laughs> she just actually has a girlfriend that you know about. So she doesn't want anything to do with you other than, like, keep you around because they're a narcissist. Hey, you said it. Hey, hey, you know, the thing is, recently I've been realizing how toxic some people are and how not toxic I am. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding. But there was some girl on girl drama that I, they try to make me part of, but I refuse to take any part in it because I just know better than, that's bad juju, bad karma. Mm -hmm. But essentially, homegirl was seeing this girl who had a girlfriend. Girl finds out about the girlfriend, gets upset, uh, makes a whole scene. Other bitch does not care. Still going to stick with her main bitch. Side bitch is upset, wants to ruin their relationship so they can be together. There's so many things wrong in this. Girl, what's going on? <laughs> okay. There's millions of people in the world. What? Why do we have to go create this whole fucking scene? To be with this girl who has already shown you that she's a piece of shit. Like, they are a cheater. And I want to say, unfortunately, the way you get them is the way that you leave them. All right? If you get them by breaking up a relationship with a third person, it means it can be done again. So it will happen to you. I'm very strong on, like, once a cheater, always a cheater. And they're like, no, people can change. People make mistakes. Sure, that is true. But especially when, like, someone, like, is actively cheating on someone enough for the other person to gain an emotional connection to them that's a lot that's more than just like a casual i made a mistake because what are you doing to have this person bonded to you emotionally so much to the point that they're trying to ruin your relationship yeah you're fucked up and somebody else's person isn't an obstacle that you need to get to that's not an obstacle that's a human being <laughs> Okay. Exactly. <laughs> let's remember. Let's be let's be nice girls and boys. Let's be nice girls, boys, say thems. Okay. Let's be kind. Uh, there's a lot of hate already in the world. We don't gotta be coming for anybody else's man or woman. Believe me. Get get back on Tinder. <laughs> Find someone who is unattached. Yeah. A lot of people like feel like they need to be like jumping through hoops for love, and I'm like, no, it shouldn't be that difficult. Like relationships can be hard, but it shouldn't be hard to get together, right? Like. Why is it hard? That should be the easiest part. That's the part. easiest that, part. The yeah. easiest part should be you wanting to be with each other. Yes. Everything else is usually the hard part. Exactly. If I've been saying this a lot. 
if you're confused about how someone feels about you, they probably don't like you. Like unless they are super like awkward or have some social anxiety. But if you've like asked them how they feel about you and they are giving you lukewarm answers, shifty they're shifty yeah that's 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 enough okay they've given you enough evidence because when people like other people they tell them they're enthusiastic about seeing them they make in, they put in effort and you know maybe they're just not that into you and that's okay that's them has nothing to do with you don't let it be a reflection of you but uh don't settle for like lukewarmness ew or and imagine imagine you're literally just having lukewarm water all the time and that's what you're settling for. Yeah. That's what you're doing. <laughs> and honestly, if they have somebody else that they're dating, that's freezing cold Arctic water, bro. They're letting you out to die, basically. They don't give a fuck about you because you're, you're milk, bro. You're lukewarm milk. Half <laughs> rotten, half spoiled, left out. <laughs> this is gonna be that's not gonna be a tough pill to swallow, but that's the truth. That's the god honest truth. Sure. We're keeping it real, real today. Ayo. Sometimes you got to do it to them. Okay. Last one. The workplace romance. The meet cute <laughs> in the copy room. No. Tomato, tomato. No. Uh, you know, I, uh, I, I love Love Actually and Bridget Jones' Diary, uh, but those movies have sexual harassment written all over them. <laughs> Quit broke quote. It's written all literally, over them. You know, the good, the, the Old time saying, don't have sex where you eat, okay? Or <laughs> don't have sex. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something like that. Don't have don't sex. Don't shit where you eat. <laughs> don't shit where you eat. Don't have sex where they pay you. Or no, maybe sometimes. But I'm just saying, keep it separate. Even having a workplace crush can be toxic. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's far enough. It's far along now that I could share this information. But I once accidentally may or not have gotten really drunk at a work happy hour and may or may not have not realized that this one man was married to a girl that worked in our office. Now, I will say I will give myself a little grace here because he did not have a ring, nor did he tell me that he was married when I asked him. And he only told me after we made out. But every single time I saw him, it was weird. And every single time I saw his wife, it was even weirder. Now, should she be receiving an anonymous letter? I don't know. <laughs> it's too it's too far. We should we couldn't have said anything at the time, and now it's too far gone. I just hope that they're happy and that he's not on his bullshit. I hope she's happy. Him, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll I'll second that. Uh so yeah, don't don't there's so many other people, unless you're ready to not work with them anymore, don't date them. That's your place of work. That's your already not safe zone. So like yeah. why make it unsafer? Just just when it comes to work, chase the bag, not the boner, okay? <laughs> We're here for the bag only, bitches. Yeah. We're here for the bag only. All right, everybody. I think that's all my thoughts on this. This has been, this is going to come hot off the presses. If you feel any emotional damage about something we've said today, maybe reflect. But this uh, this is not an attack. It's more just like a reality check that these relationship tropes that we see and fantasize on TV and think are cute are only cute because they live in a fake world. We live in the real world. We got to keep it real. Plugs of the week. So I'm actually really excited for my plug of the week because my plug of the week, they all they have 8000 followers on TikTok, which is like I think that's pretty that's one of the yeah, that's one of the smaller accounts that I have shouted out. 
And this account is super cool. It is Immortal Perfumes. And she is basically like self-described like perfume nerd. But what's really cool about her page is that she does a lot of um, like history deep dives into different perfumes. Like the one that I found that was so interesting was like the five iconic perfumes of Frida Kahlo and Princess Diana's favorite perfumes and old Hollywood perfumes. And they basically go through like every old time celebrity and kind of talk about the history of the perfumes. And they also make perfumes, which is really cool. And they make perfumes based on things that like are discontinued from the past. And then also like things based on books like they have a Gatsby collection anyways immortalperfumes.com and at immortal perfumes on TikTok and Instagram love that oh goodness my plug of the week goes to Vivian and you can find them at Vivilus on Instagram it's V-I-V-I-L-L-U-S and essentially they're an artist you can buy prints you can buy paintings um it's like cute psychedelic but also like very bold with color which i love so go check them out and you can also shop their art at vivilius.art slash those are the plugs of the week thank you so much for listening everybody as always please subscribe please go follow us on instagram please go rate us five stars on apple podcast and tell a homie about the podcast our instagram is at thanks for your concern my personal instagram is at bernice adsm and i'm at ll tutor We'll see you next right, week. So, so talk is kids. Bye. Bye.